Well, I can't go find it. Get to the forget about it. It's got a podcast because it's my kind of podcast and it's your kind of podcast and our kind of podcast. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I know, I came in to sweep in and save you. And you, like, improvised. Yeah, because I wasn't even paying attention, even though we were starting. So, like, oh, we're doing this? Okay, we're going with it. Hello, everyone. Today's show is brought to you by Lola. For 60% off your first order, visit mylola.com and enter promo code BRAINCANDY when you subscribe. Welcome to part four. I mean, are you so (gasps) sick? Oh, my God. Guess what we're doing this on? What? The 4th of May. Oh my God! May the fourth be with you. Right, and this is episode number. Well, well, episode number like a bajillion. Part four in the series on the real world. I mean, you people can't get enough. Well, we can't keep talking about it, so it's great. Um, I do think it's funny how there's like a series of bros that are forced to listen to our show, <laughs> even though they don't want to because they want to know what we have to say. Oh yeah, and they've taken to referring to us as bitter housewives um, on their or. But yeah, bitter housewives on their like different forums. Oh, that's great! And then the poor brainiacs are like, "Hey, don't be mean to them." And I'm like, "Guys, guys, guys, Am I, we don't care." I'm bitter. I don't know if I'm really bitter. I said Sarah, outraged all the time. I thought it's so. The funny part is Sarah doesn't even want to talk about any of this. <laughs> I'm the one that keeps making her. I thought I gotta like open up my shoebox of old mementos and take pictures of them to post to you right. people. Yeah, you know. Um, so what we're going to do on this episode is we are going to continue answering your questions because you've asked so many good ones. We couldn't even get to them all last time and just discuss whatever is burning in your mind. What do you want to know about what happens on the show? And then we're interviewing a producer from the show named Scott, who recently was talking to Sarah via Twitter, kind of having a little bit of a debate about whether or not production companies should provide aftercare to reality show people. So he has a totally different point of view and he kindly agreed to come on and kind of hash that out with us today. So we'll get to that later. That's great. I'm so excited. Let's start with a question from the brain candy crush, um, fan page, I guess you call it. It's a little group for people that like the show. You can join um, okay, here we go. Yeah. Let me find a good one. Gosh, the questions last week were so good. And I'm kind of like, this week too. there's so many. Um, 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 okay. So does the show production cover the cost of medical treatment for injuries that occur while filming? Ooh, really good question. Mm-hmm. So the... Best way I can answer uh, from my experience and from Chet's experience. So I took Susie's advice on when she told me uh, on in the ruins that don't worry about working out while you're on the challenge. Just have somebody carry you across the finish line. It's fine. You'll be fine, she said. <laughs> so I in inter- while we were in uh, uh, the Czech Republic. Ate cheese every day and meat platters. I drank wine. I had dessert with like every meal. I gained, no joke, like 15 pounds. Did you so really? So I probably was harder to carry. And uh, I gassed out on the final, like hardcore, <laughs> and got seriously dehydrated because I hadn't drink enough. I hadn't had enough water, and it was one of the hottest days after you know we were there for two months and it was freezing. And then all of a sudden it's like 96 as we're running across this asphalt like tarmac. 
<laughs> and uh, I absolutely got like heat uh, heat stroke and, and dehydrated and uh, ended up in the back of the ambulance against my will. And they, you know, pumped me full of. Uh, oh my god! How about this one? The, okay. To answer the question, is the medical stuff paid for while you're there? Yes, that they cover that. However, you are getting medical service in wherever you are. So I am in Turkey in the ba- in like some, or no, in the Czech Republic in some little teeny tiny town where the closest hospital is way far away and the closest hospital has like two doctors, nobody speaks English, all the machines look like they're from the Cold War or something. And I am in the ambulance and I'm like, why don't I feel better? I don't feel better. I'm still puking. We drive 45 minutes with me in the ambulance. I go to get out, like they reel me out of the ambulance and they look at the IV and he realizes that he didn't turn it on. (laughs) So the entire time, my arm for 45 minutes has been plugged into a needle that's given me nothing. And I'm like, see this? Maybe you could have, like, flipped the little button to make the water come out. So, you know. And then Chet, Chet and Frank were going at this head-to-head battle in an elimination on, uh, I think it was Bloodline? No. Free Agents. And Chet's chin went into Frank's helmet, and it split his chin open. And... Chet had the choice, like, he was bleeding everywhere, and TJ was like, yo, dude, you gotta just, like, suck it up, it's no deal, like, if you wanna go and get stitches for this, like, you're going home, you're out, like, you can't, if you don't wanna do your next round, Frank wins, and Chet was like, it's not worth it, I'm not doing that, my face, he was gushing blood, you know, and so he decides to go get it fixed, he goes home, and they wouldn't even let him call the doctor, like his own doctor at home. He wanted to call his mom. They had to have him do a final interview, an exit interview, before he called anyone. And then when he went and got it stitched up in Uruguay, he was in Uruguay, got it stitched up. I wonder if I still have the picture of it. It looked hideous. So he went home and he had to go to his own plastic surgeon and get it fixed up. And they did internal stitches to make the scar like go on the inside instead of on the outside. It looked like a Frankenstein stitched it up before. So, I mean... And so he had to pay for it when he went home and took care of it. So there's... It's kind of a complicated question because if you're in trouble or need medical care while you're with them, yes, they take you and it's covered by their insurance. It's all taken care of. But life is a little bit messier than just things healing immediately. And so a lot of people go home with injuries that then are no longer covered, or if you want them to be covered, it's like a big production in terms of paperwork or whatever. I remember when Tim Beggy was on Inferno 3 in South Africa, and they did the they were in a glass box, mm-hmm. and whoever punched out all the walls of the glass box first won. Oh, great. Shards of glass. That's safe. Yeah. And so he was going for it, and unbeknownst to him... uh I remember it as he was not wearing knee pads, but someone corrected me and said he was wearing knee pads, but the glass went in. But I don't, I actually don't think he was wearing knee pads. His knees looked like ground beef. Oh my God, I'm going to be sick. And so he also lost and so was sent home. And he said that he had to sit on a plane ride no. 24 hours it takes to get to South Africa from the U.S. And in a 
cramped uh-huh. seat with knees that were like disgusting and bloody and he still limps a little bit from the nerve damage and stuff from that so it's not like as simple as who pays for it right because guess what (laughs) yeah yeah i'm paying for i go to a i I have to go to a massage therapist and chiropractor and stuff for my back that yeah it's pretty rough stuff feels like and then i was thinking about it and they're always asking me like you know have you had any like Anything yeah. where you like experience trauma? They asked me if I had whiplash. Yeah. Oh, those millions of times they threw me off of the side of a building in a you know harness and a bungee cord. Yeah, I was like, that oh, I had to jump off a balcony because we were in Cirque du Soleil for one day <laughs> and uh, had to land on one of those like air-filled. I can't believe that. You- That's terrifying to me. Yeah, that was horrible. horrible, and it hurt so bad, and it was my neck and whatever. But. You know, you you do it. It's yeah. like anything. It's like you know the same as like if I go snowboarding, I'm gonna I, go yeah. and I'm gonna freaking like try to stick the landing. And if I end up in the hospital, so be it. What else? You just and do I it. would do it again. I so. would do it again too. But it's kind of like you pay a price sometimes right. for making. It's like anything. Like you yeah. know, it's like I would imagine anytime I get injured, I just think of uh, like I hit the water sometimes really hard. And that will take the wind out of your sails for a sec. But I always just try to envision WWTJD. What would TJ do? <laughs> really? Yeah, because that guy, like, the injuries that he sustained and walked away, you know, from, like, oh, man. If I just make it and I'm not in the hospital, it's a good day. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, let me find another question. Um, Oh, this is something about the real world house. You talked about groceries already, but Mm -hmm. what about, like, do they give you toilet paper? Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes, they do. They do. They give us toilet paper. I remember having to ask for that before, and yes. they Paper towels. You know what? They they supplied that, and this was lovely. Seventh Generation was our sponsor. Okay. One of the sponsors. We had some great sponsors. I should talk about those. So we had 7th Generation, which was like all natural cleaning products. Hello, I loved it. And then we had Anne's Foods, like they, it, which is another, they had a lot of vegan and vegetarian options and they, and it was great. And then Hanson Soda. So they were all natural and healthy and it was great. It is funny how the sponsorships, sometimes they're obvious and sometimes they're not. Oh, an OPI nail polish? Yeah. Oh, that's bizarre. Yes. Um, oh, I love that. On the challenge, of course, Under Armour is usually yeah. the sponsor. Um, but my favorite thing is when you get your bag of, like, <gasps> what do you call it? Swag. Swag. Of, like, Under Armour and trade all Trade-outs, they call it. Yeah, trade-out trade bag. Trade-outs. It used to be actual regular clothes. Right. They used to just give us a... Here, we want you guys to wear this stuff. Yeah. And sometimes it would be really cool, fancy stuff that was in style and sometimes it would be horrendous yeah like you wouldn't be cut dead in it never like uh uh i don't want to 
put right. anyone off, but a lot of affliction-y style stuff. Affliction? Yeah, you know those like heavily oh. bedazzled pockets <laughs> on the jeans? Oh, and I got right. a pair of hiking shoes once. I'm going on a hiking trip and I will be buying a new pair of shoes because I would be caught dead in these bags. What's boys. wrong with them? They're just, I'm sure they're functional as Crocs are functional. I've sold a lot of stuff on eBay because what would happen is then when we got the Under Armour, people would actually want to wear it. Now, I don't work out except for now on Beachbody, but I am not a person who goes to the gym, so I don't need workout gear. So I would just trade based on the dollar value of the item. Yes, they used to have the tag attached. Yeah, they don't anymore? They got hip to our tricks, Zeus. I think you started it, then I took over that like dollar for dollar thing. And then they started taking the tags off No, because it forces us to wear them because Under Armour wants us to wear Under Armour in the house. You and I were just shopping for our brothers and sisters. No, I was selling it. Well, Wes and I were shopping for our brother. We would always (laughs) trade. Wes would come up and he'd be like, what does Jordan, what did Jordan Lucas want this season? And I'd be like, I, whatever his girlfriend, his name is, I'd be like, what does she want this season? Because I was always the perfect size of his, the girl he was dating, and my brothers were the exact same size as Wes, so we always had a Christmas taken care of if Wes and I are on the same season. Wow. Yeah. I just sold mine and made a lot of money. That would have been smarter. I can still sell it without the tags. New without tags. Yeah, and W-O-T. W-O-T. New without tag. It's always on eBay. Oh, and W-O-T. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Man, those were the good old days. Bag that was yeah, real cool. This is a Once good I got one. a really ugly orange belt that looked like a seat belt. I'm like, I'm not gonna wear that. That's ridiculous. Stephanie asked a good question, which I don't have the answer to, but it's something to debate or discuss. Oh, I love those. Sometimes she says there are cast members who aren't very exciting, right? Oh, so they, yeah. you know, are kind of boring Ducks. and <laughs> wallpaper, we call them. <laughs> she mentioned not La- me. She but. mentioned Lacey from Austin, who was quieter and She's probably a normal human, but the question is, why do you think those people get cast? Well, she... Oh, why do they get cast to begin with? Yeah, because you she's can... She's really fun, and you don't even know. They, I think she's just too nice, because I had the privilege of being with her on Battle of the Seasons yeah. with Wes, and... No, Nehemiah wasn't there, and who was the other... Was it Brad? I can't remember. Whoever was with Wes. No, Brad wasn't on there. Um, now I can't remember. Melinda. Was he in Austin? Oh, for God's sake. Yeah. What's the point? Uh, well, whatever. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But the ba- Battle of the Season. So it was yeah. Melinda and her Danny. And- Danny and okay. Melinda. Danny, Melinda, Wes, and Lacey. And Lacey was hilarious. Hilarious, hilarious. She was really funny. You would have loved her. Have you met her? No. Oh, my gosh. She's... Totally she deadpan. She seems lovely. Completely deadpan. And I think some of her jokes, people were too dumb to get in the house. So you don't think she's a dud? No. Okay, who's a dud? she's not good for reality television. Yeah, so why'd she get cast? That's the question, Sarah. Because she's good one-on-one. Like, she's good in interviews. She's funny. And she, but she's not going to be the person who's going to go nuts and get in a fight or whatever. Didn't she have she's a like boyfriend that was in a wheelchair? Yes. Uh, maybe that was it. Maybe that was it. Because that's very unusual. Yeah. Okay. Who else is a wallpaper? I mean, the thing is, they're hard to think of. I know, because they're wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of 
seems for the viewer, someone who seems like wallpaper in real life isn't. So like there's a guy on my show called Shane who didn't get a lot of air time and he jokes about how like if you blinked, you missed him. But in real life, he's hilarious and funny and handsome and, you know, a, a dynamo. Yeah. But maybe just isn't into conflict. That's a lot of it. I'm sure they shy away from conflict and a lot of other people turn towards it. Yeah. So that's an interesting one. Okay. Um, This is a question from Katie. Can you give some insight into like show friendships versus real friendships? And so there's people that are on the show that are, they say they're BFFs like Kellyanne and Ev for a minute. were like, we love each other. And Coley and Jen or another example that she gave. What's the deal with that? Oh, man. Well, I think there is a tendency to want somebody to be like your ride or die person that you're on the season with. And, you know, especially for women who I think so we've already discussed on here define themselves by relationships. If you go on there and you have no relationship to define yourself, it's like, who am I on this show? I'm you know, friends with Susie, I'm friends with this person. And it not only, I think it also establishes your place in the game, you know, who you become friends with, things like that. You know, somebody who is not a competitive player is not going to hitch their, you know, cart to somebody who's a really competitive player. Like you rarely see two two mismatched people become friends. I think a lot of times friendships are made out of convenience on there. And then, but true friendships, as is evident by the two of us, Mm -hmm. can absolutely spring from there. But you, you know, I think it may be the start of it. It's just like to make, keep yourself sane. Yeah. Like I became friends with you on there because I was like, I need somebody to talk to because I'm going to go nuts. And I was crying a lot. You were helpful with that. Some things never change. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like uh, summer camp. <gasps> oh, yes. <gasps> yeah. You find a bestie, you know? Also, I totally forgot about this transfer of arousal. So if you are on a team with somebody and you guys win together, yeah, that emotion of the moment is bonding and is going to link you guys. Or, or if you're a partner with somebody, or if you even even just traveling somewhere... Have you guys out there ever met somebody when you're traveling and you're like, oh my God, we're going to be best friends forever because the experience and the excitement of the moment that you're in gets transferred onto that individual. Ooh, Susie, your hair looks real cute up in a pony like that. Yeah, I got it. Oh gosh, that looks adorbs. (laughs) Susie's looking sexy with her strong arms over here. (laughs) Stop it. So yeah, that's my point. Embarrass me. Okay. um... But really, I think as far as friendships go, I think you and I are probably the, the closest. Who, who can you think of that are, like, super besties? Shane and Veronica are pretty tight. Shane? Oh, you know who was really close but aren't anymore? Uh, maybe they are. I don't want to assume. Ryan and Paula. Oh, yeah. They that was, close. like, a real moment. Yeah. Uh, they live Katie together. Katie and Trishel. Yeah. Are really close. But the difference is that we live in the same city. Right. So that's yeah. how that works. I mean, it's just harder when you don't live in the same city. And like Kenny and Evan and those guys oh are all. Oh, my God. I mean, they're like, I mean, 
They're like You'd the human they centipede. Oh my god, that's a way better metaphor. <laughs> they, they are a huge, like a circle. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. It's really unpleasant. There's a name for that, like the dragon who eats its own tail. I can't remember the, the name of it, but it's like that. And then it's they are their own worst enemies sometimes. So that and now that that oh yeah. yeah. They're that thing. So um I also wanted to tell people while I'm thinking of it that we have new merch. We have the You Matter tank. Oh, yes, I which is so about cute. That. And we just ordered oh, God, I love that tank. A tank that says Steminist on it. Oh my god. I forgot to tell you even. <laughs> and Susie's also, coming up with merch out here, not even including me in the, the design process. It's because I knew you would like it. I, I love it. I and want then, one. I want one to send to all my friends now. And there's one that says Brainiac. So check Brainiac out our merch. Too? I love yeah. that. On the braincandypodcast.com. That's also where you can sign up for our newsletter. We send out with links and stuff that we talk about in the show. And then when you do buy um our merch, we send it to you via stamps.com because it freaking saves the day. If you're a person that has an online store or you ship just a ton of stuff from your house or whatever, you don't have to go to the post office anymore. You can print and buy official U.S. postage from your desk, from your computer and print it right out. And it's amazing because it's cheaper. You get discounts. And then if you go right now to stamps.com and use the name Brain Candy by clicking on the mic in the right-hand corner, um, you get a special offer. You get four-week trial, which includes postage and a digital scale, which is pretty awesome. Whoa. I know. And so I say, what's the harm in trying? I mean, for four weeks, give it a go. Do all your shipping from your desk. I swear to you, you'll never turn back. Let me tell you why you should get a digital scale. Because I was using the scale in my bathroom and overpaying no, for a lot not. of stuff. Because that, that scale was rounding up. That's and then I got a digital scale and I'm like, dang, this is way cheaper. Why is your bathroom scale wrong also, though? What if it's rounding you uh, up? Probably. Is. No, thanks. That's why it makes me feel better. You know, just like keep me, I don't know. Well, at any rate, um, you guys should go to stamps.com, enter Brain Candy when you click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage, and you're going to get a four-week trial, postage, and a digital scale, and you are welcome. Um, Okay, let me move on to another question. Let's see here. By the way, I watched that clip that you talked about about the girl hitting with the hairdryer. Yep. Oh, my word. Right? Doesn't it make you feel like... Weird to even watch, like you're, that's too violent. It's crazy. And she was like, it was like, um, sociopathic. Premeditated. When you, <laughs> but she, she planned like, and like stayed and then waited, <laughs> like coached him. And then I met her whenever we did the commentary for the whatever show. Right. And we had those trailers and I, she's so pretty. Beautiful. And I had known nothing about her and I just think, oh, there's a lovely woman and she was not having it. And I was like, boy, she's. Oh, right. She was real cold to you. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what? And I'm glad I didn't press it further because (laughs) there were hair dryers everywhere. Right. I was just going to say. Okay. Um. In the real world house, Wendy wants to know, are you required to go out a certain number of times? Hmm. They're, you're encouraged to go out. Yeah. They'll be like, especially with our spades playing all the time. They're like, you guys need to go. And then they'll start to just set you up with stuff. They'll be like, hey guys, we've cleared, because 
we only had about three or four bars that were actually cleared for us to go, and we were sick yeah. of by the end of it. So they'd be like, guess what? We cleared you guys at this new club in New York City, and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, get Chet, your Desi driver. Well, on our show, we weren't required, but here's what happens. Inevitably, the cast gets fatigued from just the emotional onslaught that is filming. And so you end up sleeping more or just sort of like sitting around the house or, or the Winnebago. And eventually, at least in our case, the director sat each one of us down different separate uh, little meetings and was like, I feel you're not making the most of this opportunity. Oh my gosh. It was like the guilt trip yeah. thing. Which, to be fair, he was right. Yeah. Because it's almost impossible to stay in the moment and be like, this is a once in a lifetime for months. You you can't. Well, and then a little bit of like, you got to get like fed up, right? Yeah. But then. Like my depression. The, the, day, the day that my director did that to me, I've, I was so impressionable. And I was like, oh my God, I need to up my game here. What'd you do? Stole the bowling shoes. So We went out that night. I was like, that's You still have it. that evidence in your house. Yeah, and I mean, I felt like I got to do something crazy. Oh my gosh! And that was the time you stole something. It worked. So that was. Well, you like, know what? Those are great bowling shoes. You should regret. I have nothing. no regrets. No, yeah, no. You should. <laughs> so thank it was, you. It was so good for both individuals. Thank you, to that parts. director, for being manipulative. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I ever had. They definitely will say something on the challenge. If we're being boring on the challenge. Yeah, that's like the biggest insult anybody on the crew can say to you is that you, you guys, guys are boring. boring. Yeah, they say that. They're like, you guys mm-hmm. are boring. The The funniest thing is on the challenge that the camera guys start getting just as bored and they just put the camera down. It's so sad. And we all just hang out. But but part of me is like... Oh, I'm not doing my job? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. you, you care. Okay. Um, let's see here. Do you know Brandon from the real world St. Thomas? Yeah. Okay, Christina wants to know, he was kicked off the show for testing positive on a drug test? What? Nope, don't know about Brandon from Real World <laughs> I'd like to hear about his experience on the show. That. Wow. Hang on a sec. That's shocking. Do you know of any drug use? Yes. Other than Johnny's Adderall? Habit? Yes. Uh, I, can, I mean, why couldn't I say it? You can. I can. Jordan got fined, and he was my frickin' partner. When he got fined, he bought weed at, I mean, weed, like who gives a shit? He bought weed at, uh, uh, the place, like the beach little hut we were hanging out at on the weekends, like the place we were going out. And, uh, then, um, he had like one, the equivalent of like one joint. And then, and people went out and smoked it on the back patio, like out in the back of the house, like the producers weren't going to smell it. And Knight, I think, smoked. Not maybe a few other people. Nani did, I think. And just okay. weed, though. Yeah, just weed. Who cares? And but there's often a crushing up of, I think, pill like Adderall. Is a the, lot of that. There's a lot of that that goes on. There's a lot. People can get by with a prescription. Do, is it like it is in a but psych now ward now? That's what I mean. Yeah. Do they make you open your mouth oh, and I don't show know. that you've I've taken never done it? That, but they, they, I had a bad back on this last season, and they from this last season, 
And they made me come ask them for Tylenol. I had to come get them. And I, I, would, I would like wake up But they up just at hand them the to morning. you. They'd give me the prescribed dose. Here's two. I was like, you can't just give me four and I go put them in my bedroom like a, like a grown-up. And then Wes went to an interview once and because he was having stomach problems or like he was getting sick. Oh, Sudafed. We were getting sick in our bedroom. And so everybody in our room was getting sick. So uh, on an interview day, there was nobody around and Wes was waiting to be picked up by one of the PAs and he went to the pharmacy right next door and he just got a box of Sudafed and he kept it hiding up on the the shelf, like yeah. hidden, like contraband. Yeah. And then when he was kicked off, he's like, he came up to me, gave me a hug goodbye. He's like, Sarah, the Sudafed is in the top. Oh drawer. my God. And like God. passing off the information like it was drugs. And it was cold medicine, so we could not be sick. That's insane. Yeah, for real. It was like that. Wow. I mean, I, that's the kind of stuff I don't get. But then, as somebody who feels like they were kind of cheated out of a win because of drugs, I want them to take that stuff. I don't want people to have... So it's like a, I can't have both. No, but Sarah, you can because John's Adderall was not prescribed. Right. So I think if you have a prescription, you should be able to keep it on your person. Right. And that's right. it. Yeah, but those people hand them out. Who? I guarantee you that whoever had the prescription I know. For I it, gave you Clonopin. That's right. <laughs> I regret nothing. <laughs> I mean. That saved me when I had a 22-hour layover in Hong Kong. That's the thing. We were using it to sleep. It's kind of hard to sleep in a room with 15 other wackos. And like, fluorescent lights. Right. <laughs> um, okay. Let's see. All right. Those are the questions I wanted to take. Um, what is the feedback that you've been getting from people? About what, this season or about? Uh-uh, about these, the series of episodes we've done. Like, do you, because I ask because those guys oh. are saying mean things, but then. I hear nothing about what these mean guys are saying, whatever. What I hear from you guys, like, to me, these are all the stories that nobody ever really tells. And they're the ones that, you know, you don't really know. Who knew that Devin got left in a bus and picked up in the middle of Uruguay? Who, you never hear, going to hear that. Yeah. So, you know, to me, I, I think it's, I are liking it on my end. I don't know if you guys had a chance to, if you're a patron on patreon.com slash brain candy, I just posted the 15 minutes of blame interview with Nate from real world Seattle. It was so, first of all, interesting because I hadn't talked to him in 15 years, but also because I had no idea that he had such a difficult time after the show. What happened? Well, so last I heard he was Opening up for Willie Nelson and the Dixie Chicks. He was the MC of the tour, the whole tour. He would go out on stage and be like, what up, wherever. And he was, I thought he was on, you know, a good path. Well, unbeknownst to me, he was in fact struggling with addiction Mm. and that it got totally out of control in no small part due to the, you know, kind of aftermath of being on the show and what that's like and how your personal life gets exposed. Um, that's Nate right there. I'm looking at a picture. That's David. He, but they uh-huh. were both from yes, Virginia Military Institute. Oh, wow. And so they knew each other before they went on the real world Seattle together. And 
That's a picture of him at the real world reunion that mm-hmm. happened. That after bash, like yeah. ten years ago. Yeah. At, oh in God, Hollywood, I can't believe that that was. That Did you long go? Ago. No, it was the. It was right before my season. Oh. I was the very next because that was the twentieth anniversary, and I was season twenty one. Right. Yeah, that party was crazy. I didn't go, but um, Kina, my friend, was dating Randy at the time, and he went, and so, so she w- was at all the parties and stuff, and it was just, you can imagine hundreds of real Oh, roles. my gosh. Hundreds. That's the only time they've had that many in one place, I'm sure. And, and didn't the host get thrown in the pool? Mm-hmm, Jeff Ross. Jeff Ross? They were lucky enough to have Jeff Ross, and they threw the guy in the pool. And, like, didn't Johnny win, like, best? Probably. Something. <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. You Nehemiah know and Wes won best season. That whole Austin season won, like, most memorable season. Do you agree with that? I think it was a great one with everything that happened. and What? You Danny's mean Danny's mom yeah. going on there. And... Right. Oof. Yeah, that was intense. I, I always thought that... Yeah, that I Hawaii guess. was so good, though. That was one of my, my favorites of all time. I would, I would agree with you. Yeah, because Hawaii lot, is one of my favorites. New Orleans, the first original, like first one, totally. And uh, I've been talking to Julie a lot lately from that yeah? show. Yeah, we're friends on Facebook, and she um, has two kids, and her husband is a doctor, and they have this really lovely life out here in California, and. She and I have a very weird relation history, I should say, mm-hmm. because we didn't really like each other. It was like a frenemy. Uh-huh. We so, almost were too similar. That happens, yeah. You know, because she was the chaste Mormon on her season. This is a weird... I should... I'm going to tell it. I'm going to spill some tea. Ooh, spill it! All right. Clink, clink, clink. She'll probably... This is... I'll tell you what I know and what I'm speculating. Okay. I went on the extreme challenge and she was on that as well. And we didn't really like each other, but like we, we were civil. We, there was like this, eh, whatever. Well, I knew that she hooked up with Jamie from her season. Jamie Murray. Look him up. Isn't he a super hottie? Uh, he's attractive. Yeah. And, but he hooked up. This is T. I don't know if people know. He hooked up with every single girl on his real world season. Oh, he's eh. he's 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 cute. He's cute. He's. Did you hear in, me? In the nineties, I would really like him. He hooked up with every girl on his season. That's pretty impressive. And I think that is a few of them there who can claim that and avoided it being on camera. Now that is more impressive. <laughs> that is the most impressive. So I knew that there was like some interest that she had with him. Uh-huh. And so I was like, hmm, this will be fun. So I just sort of started making the moves. Oh, you were putting the flirt on. I was. And, and there was a time <gasps> where she was on, we were in the back of our bus because we had a double-decker bus watching a movie. And it was her on the seat, <gasps> him in the middle, no. and me on the other no. side. And we had a blanket over us. <gasps> Susan's so good. Oh my god, that one! I can picture it in my head. I think he might have been doing something to both of us. Oh, he totally was. (laughs) You were in 
a three-way that you didn't even know about. A three-way. I mean, there was no kissing or anything. It was just like touching. Yeah, well, but it's a touching three-way. I'm like, at the time I thought, oh, he's touching me and she doesn't even know. But looking back, I'm like, he was totally touching oh her too. Oh my God! Yeah. Oh, that's he's, exciting. He's a weirdo, but. Yeah. You know who's really cute from that season is Kelly. Yes. She married Scott from Party oh of Five. Oh my gosh, that is Scott from Party of Five. She's so and beautiful. She, she's gorgeous. And mm-hmm. hasn't she had like a million children now? And they have like a whole they little have a wolf tribe. Back? Yeah. They have a little tribe. Is he Scott Wolf? Oh God, yeah, they do. I know I they I'm sorry, that. I didn't catch your. No, list. I know that's why I had to say it because I was like, you should be reacting more. <laughs> <laughs> you should be rolling your eyes a little more. Matt Smith, oh my God, he's so cute. I would have a crush on him. Ew. Yeah, because I love redheads. I have he, a secret thing for redheads. Blonde. He's like no, he's he's definitely a ginger, but I do not like Wes for the record. Oh, you're right. Oh my god, I'm so into that. Oh, and when redheads grow up, they look cute. I bet you do like Wes. No, I don't like Wes. I don't like Wes. A little bit? No, I don't. I enjoy Wes's personality. Have you ever been talking to him, though, and you'll be like, I kind of want to kiss him? No, never. You're lying. No, I swear. There have been a lot of guys. I will admit, Suze, I will openly admit to anybody I've thought about kissing, he's not one of them. All right. Well... This is I thought op- you were going to like grill me for who I would think about kissing, but I got off the hook. Great. Well, let's save that <laughs> okay. because I, it's an awkward transition, but I want to encourage you guys to try a new product. Oh, what is this? It's called Lola. Yeah. It is a customizable, simple subscription plan for feminine care products. So basically, you know how... The FDA doesn't require brands to disclose the chemicals that they put in their products, so most of them don't, and then that means you're putting all kinds of garbage inside of your body, which is horrible, and this is a solution for that. These are 100% organic cotton, and since they come right to your door in a little box, they come right to you. Hey, for all you guys out there listening who are like, I can't believe I have to listen to this. Well, look, now you don't have to go to the store and buy them for your uh, ladies. That is so true. And what makes them cool is you can customize your subscription. So you can pick the assortment, the quantity, the frequency, whatever you need each month for yourself. You can pick what comes to your door and it's super easy. Basically, just go to mylola.com and enter promo code BRAINCANDY and you get 60% off your first order when you subscribe. I was really skeptical. I thought these were going to be like a pile of twigs and and branches and they were fantastic. They were easy to use, comfortable, effective. I didn't have to feel bad about it knowing they were 100% organic. So you guys are going to love them. Go to mylola.com, enter promo code BRAINCANDY for 60% off your first order when you subscribe. Who do you want to kiss? (laughs) Ah, <laughs> uh, who did I want to kiss? Well, who did I want to kiss that I never kissed? Ah, uh, I really wanted to kiss Landon. Yeah. He's a real super hottie. Um, who else was on that? There were a few guys who were on the season of Whistler, and I was single. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I wanted to kiss so many people on that, a fresh meat challenge. Uh, you know who else I thought was really cute? Even that I he wouldn't have kissed me. But, well, maybe he, he could be into that. Uh, Ryan. Really? Yeah. He just not, like... I think he's so cute. Oh, he's cute, but he seems pretty wild. Yeah, I kind of like that. That's who I want to kiss. <laughs> I mean, he's wild like that. Evan, I used to have 
crazy sex dreams about Evan on challenges. Really? I, I, I don't know why. And I, in my dream, I always would ask him, it, it's like a repetitive dream I would have. And I'd ask him, can I climb you like a mountain? I think there was something about his physique that I really love. And so anytime I was on a challenge with him, I would be like, I would have like hot sex dreams about. And come on, you're on a challenge. You don't, we don't have any other sort of stimulation. Like there's no other guys to look at. It's totally camp syndrome. And the guys you're around just start looking hotter and hotter after three months of being with them. And you're like, yeah. Wow. I'd like to climb that mountain. I, I truly am speechless. Really? Nehemiah, but I did kiss him, so what up? Yeah, I think you did more than Under that. the water. We, <laughs> we made out under the water so cameras couldn't see. Oh, my God. I hate when but you But they have... did see. Let's be real. I hate when you have secrets. Who? You. Do you yeah. have secrets? Well, like... Can I have it with Nehemiah? Yeah. That's not a secret. It's a secret, like, the way you're hedging it right now, though. Oh. You're like, yeah, we kissed one time under the water. On camera. We did oh, okay. what ifs. We did other stuff. What ifs. Um... Yeah. I was trying to remember all the cast members I've kissed. <gasps> Is there a lot? Yeah. Oh, who have you kissed? Let's go through the list. Let's go through the list. It's the list of who we kissed. Well, mine is through the list. <laughs> <laughs> mine is old people. Great. Let it, let it, let it rip. I kissed Nate, who I just interviewed. Oh, cute. I really wanted him to like me, and he did not. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I was glad to kiss him, but yeah. I really wanted him to, like, be into me. Yeah. And I was not his... Not yeah. his cup of tea. I guess so. Although, I am. I because mean, come on. All, no, no not, not like that. I mean, all of his girlfriends are blonde. Ah, uh, I see. And look like me. But mm. I kissed Noah, who was on Road Rules. That's a cute um, name. What was it? Northern Trail. We, like, had serious heavy Ooh, petting. Chemistry. I was a virgin, so there wasn't a lot going on there, but... Is it this guy? Oh, my God! No, that's Dan. Oh, God, Dan's so cute. <laughs> Too bad you didn't kiss him. <laughs> no, Dan Dan is, um... Although, let me think. No, I didn't kiss him. I think I might have... Did you kiss this guy? Yeah, but he oh. didn't look like that at the yeah, time. Yeah, he's older now. Yeah. He's still looking good. I kiss yeah, him Yeah, he's now. handsome, I but... I more like Mary. He was, like, the bad boy at the time. Oh, uh, and he's Jewish. You like that? I love. Yeah. So there you go. The Jews. Who else did you kiss? Timmy. Of course. Um. Let me think. I really wanted to kiss Shane on my season, and he never kissed me. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I guess I have kissed a lot of now. I never think of it. Right when you start thinking Just about kissed. it. Right. They add up. They do. I mean, it's not a. How many girls, just, I won't ask for names. How many girls have you kissed from the show? I think just two. Okay. Maybe just one. I no, have just kissed. one. Just Laurel. Just I just threw an extra in there just for like good measure. Just, just in case, in case I forgot somebody. Because you got to oh. like tack on a few extra when I'm making the list of I guys I kissed. J- Jamie Murray. I kissed Latarian, who was on Road Rules Extreme. Very handsome. I kissed many girls. Michelle. You kissed a lot of girls? I kissed a lot of girls. Oh, dang. You kissed Latarian. Zeus. Yeah, man. I would have a lady boner for him. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. We should just call this episode Kiss and Tell. We should. Because that's basically what we're doing. I kissed Theo, but not on a challenge once when we met up. 
Yeah. Yeah. I love talking about that. And it was a great, it was a fun kiss. But like you giggling. said he kept laughing. Well, I know, but I think probably I was laughing. I don't know why it was fun to me. Um, oh, you know who kissed me when I was married? Who? This is a little scoop. I was kissed by MJ. <gasps> He's the one I meant. I would want to kiss him. The real tall, blonde, yep. curly-haired guy. Yep. Why didn't, why, he kissed you, but you didn't kiss back? I was married. Well, um, obviously you didn't kiss back here. You know. I was on the gauntlet too, and he was real funny. Like, he, he loves blondes, and he made a big fuss about me every day and would be like, he would run up behind me and like plant one on me as a joke. But then we went to the rap party. So cute. And after the rap party, for some reason, back at the hotel, we were the only two people in the bedroom, and he was totally drunk. Mm-hmm. And he came up and just, like... Planted one. Yeah. And it was real nice, but mm. I was like, oh, I can't, dude. Yeah. Thanks, I told my no husband. Thanks. It wasn't like, you know... Right. But You gotta just let him know when things like that happen. But he... I mean, if I was single, I would have gone for that real quick. Gosh. What's this guy's name right here with the big afro? Oh, yeah, Malik. Malik. I would definitely try to kiss Malik, too. He is your type. Yeah, he is. He, have you ever met him? No, but... Oh, I met him. Well, if, if you've he's met so him nice. and now you say he's my type, I probably shouldn't meet him. He doesn't like deodorant, though. That That's great! I hate wearing it! <laughs> We're the per- I'm actually in heaven! No, I mean he doesn't like to wear it himself. Right, I know. Me neither. <laughs> I don't have to. He doesn't have to. It's a no-judgment-free judgment zone. You're so excited. I know, because this is one of the things that my husband probably would like to change the most about me. Um, so if things don't work out, I'll give Malik a call. I'm actually surprised there aren't more relationships from right. the shows. That Because I think it's all, it's not, a lot of times they're not as genuine when they start. It's hard to mm-hmm. start on something that is really, truly authentic because it's too, think about if you meet on a challenge and you're in that heightened state of emotions all the time when you meet. When you went home, go home and you guys have to like decide who takes out the trash and who makes the bed in the mornings, that's boring as fuck. Mm-hmm. Who wants to do that after you you guys just climbed a mountain in South Africa together? Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I mean? I do. I yeah, I agree. I don't know. I just think there'd be more over time. I, though. You'd think. I think you'd be more. I think your situation is is more. What I, what I would imagine to happen more often is production and cast member. Well, that happens all Right, that's damn. what I'm saying. I think that, I would imagine more of those relationships would also stand the test of time. Mm-hmm. Because they connect on, and but there also isn't that fight over who's the alpha, who's like, the, who's got to have the spotlight. Right. You know? Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Could you imagine be like any any cast member being married to Johnny Bananas? <laughs> right. I can't imagine any imagine human the being. Wedding. Who's like the woman's trying to have her day, 
And, like, it, she liked to, you know, walk down the aisle. And it, I bet he walks down the aisle and makes her way to the other end. <laughs> That's the funniest image I've ever right? had. Right? He's dancing down the aisle, and she's, like, sitting there, probably in a banana. He'd be, like, a banana print tuxedo. <laughs> or yellow tuxedo. Sarah, you know, you never disappoint. <laughs> so, look, that is such a true possibility. Right. I want him to get married now just to see if that plays out. The I'm way still I... waiting for Wes to invite us to his wedding. No joke. I think he should. He asked for my email, which means that usually something should come with it, but I haven't gotten an email Sarah, from Sarah, can I be your plus one? Duh. Oh my. Uh, duh. God. Duh. We'll do a show live from Wes's wedding. You bet your ass you I You bet will. your ass we would be live tweeting. Where the hell is we'll he from? Oklahoma? No, Kansas City. Okay, Kansas City. Kansas <laughs> I was also going through all of the crew members I've hooked up with. Whoa. Sarah, Seuss. it is ridiculous. Oh, I only have one of the... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Sarah? Maybe I have one. <laughs> That's Listen, so funny. I was... I... I regret nothing. I regret Nothing. Nothing. No, she I had, had more some sex, good ones. Yeah. Oh my God, Sue's the face you just made. <gasps> oh, this is actually leads oh. to a question somebody asked on the Brain Candy Crush about what the lodgings are like for the crew. <laughs> I know this first. <laughs> yes, Sue. Tell hand. us what they like. Okay, so, oh my God, I can't even say one of them because I just can't. But. Let let me just say that in Thailand, at least, we all know I hooked up with Adam, of course. Yeah, you, you and then married him. him so who so cares? Okay. But they had. I went to Justin Poo- Justin Booth's room, and his suite yes. had a swimming pool, pool in it. Yeah, and many of the high ranking people also on that season had pools in their, you know, hotel rooms. Right outside, and like outdoor bathtubs, like super sexy stuff. Um, and I took that, advantage of that yeah, situation. I would too. You know what? Uh, there was one season where I have to share this story. The worst. I, I had a full blown meltdown. So we were coming from Turkey. Where we had really, this was Battle of the Seasons, where I was living in the same room with Devin and JD and Chet the whole time. And, uh, we, and the best thing, I had done finals before, and one of the things that you look forward to the most after the finals done is you get to go to your own hotel room. And you're like, thank God the finals done. Take the goddamn mic pack off. My feet are killing me because I've been running for two days. And all you want is a shower, maybe rub one out. And <laughs> that's it. And I was just had big plans for what I was going to do that night. Yeah. We wrap and everything. And I was already pissed off because I was, I got fucking fourth place because Devin was so slow through the desert. So these were not people I just lost. These are not people I want to go now hang out with. Now that the show's done, mm-hmm. we've been hanging out. We get to this, and I've overheard, the whole time we're in Africa, I've overheard the crew talking about how wonderful their digs are and how nice it is, and it's, like, so fancy. It's right on the beach, and the da-da-da-da. We get 
to our place, we were put up in a different hotel that looked like something out of Hostage that had a plastic shower curtain like you where you'd make snuff films. And they put us in a room all together. I'm like, I just left being taped in a room all together with and I I lost it. I went off on the people at the hotel. I was like, I will pay you whatever dollar amount you want to be in my hotel hotel room. And they're like, well we don't have any of this. I was like Get me somebody who can get... To, and then I made such a big scene that they like product, they called production and was like, uh, somebody here really wants to talk to somebody and they're like freaking out over... And they're like, who is it? And they're like, it's a blonde girl. And production thought, it assumed it was Trishel oh freaking God. out because she was also on that final. And they get there and they're like, Sarah? You're the one freaking out? You're not a freaker outer. What's wrong? And I was like crying. Like... I didn't want to do this. I have to. Have, I want my own hotel room. I don't want to be in a room with these people. Like they put me in like a cot and a bunk bed. I was like, I was back in bunk bed. I was like, kill me now. They didn't resolve it. No, I ended up sleeping in that room. That is insane. I was so angry. See, you should have hooked just up with a crew member the next day. You should have hooked up with a crew member. Got a nice room in that. Wait, was I with? Was somebody there? I mean, was. do what you gotta do. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I definitely should have hooked up with somebody because that's the season I was messing around with uh, uh, Alton. So I know I was. I didn't. I, I wasn't with somebody. Mm-hmm. Damn, I should have. You really should have. Really messed that one up. I mean, because usually the crew is just as desperate for sex yeah, as they are. we are, and they're like done with with, with each, each other. other. Yeah, they've already made the rounds. So. Oh my god! Remember Wait. when? Well, say I, it. I can't. Don't say it. <laughs> Well, cause, well, the Kellyanne's hooked up with crew. Yep. Um, I mean, and pretty much, literally, a, pretty much. It'd everyone. be a shorter list of who hasn't. That's true. Right? Isn't that the best way to say? It? Basically, if you make it to the final, you're you're doing so. You're something, gonna find yeah. somebody. Yeah. Remember when you had sex with so. <laughs> TJ's friend? Yeah, it was great. I also regret nothing. He and I are still buddies on Instagram and everything. You can't say his name, but, you know, for... I won't. To keep it nice. But I, that was so much fun. And we went skinny dipping in the ocean. That's real cute. And had sex in the You beach. know, somebody else was having sex at that very time uh, on the beach, a crew and cast member. Uh, you? No. Nope. Actually, well, I can't was, say. Oh, I know who it is. Not, who it that is. one's the naughtiest. Okay, so not that one. Not that super naughty one. Who else? Was it a female crew member? Okay. Yes! <laughs> what about it? That's the one I'm talking about. So what? What are you saying? Why? Are, what are we disagreeing about? No, what's, that's the one that's super naughty. What's the other one? You say there was somebody on the beach? Yeah. That's it? Yes. Okay, good. We're on the same page. They were on the beach. Okay, I didn't know. You didn't? I didn't know it was on the beach. Oh, yeah. At, at, at most, most of the crew woke up on the beach the next morning <laughs> because that's where they slept. I have a question for you. Yeah. So we've done it again where we go on and on. Yeah. So I'm asking you, should we include Scott's interview in part four or make it a, another part five? Because what are we at right now? This part alone is 54 minutes. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> we did another, like, half an hour with Scott. I know. It's going to have to be oh my God. two different ones. You guys are going to hate us. No, you love it. Well, you who love am I kidding? It. And let me tell you, this next one with Scott. It's really interesting. It's really interesting to hear the perspective of a producer. 
Yeah. He doesn't kiss and tell like we do, but. No, it <laughs> All right, then. Then that settles it. This is part four and to be continued with the interview with a crew member named Scott. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs>